speak because they were false gods. They were gods that were formed in the image uh, of, by their own hands. And so they were created gods that were physical and visible but could not speak. And in contrast to that, God is showing Moses and the people of Israel that he is the living God that they cannot see but who they can hear and who has given them his words. These were the living words of a living God about their relationship as a people. Moses also left them words of challenge. He said, and we just even read today, this whole idea of choose today. Choose how you're going to serve. Choose either blessing or curses. Choose either life or death. And so he left them words of challenge. He left them words of encouragement and spoke courage into their hearts when they might have been fearful. And I love how at the end of Deuteronomy, those words echo through over and over again. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God, the Lord your God will be with you. In fact, he will go ahead of you wherever you will go. Do not be afraid. And God spoke those words to Moses. Moses spoke those words to Joshua. Moses spoke those words to the people of Israel. Joshua spoke those words to the people of Israel. And they just echoed forward and echoed forward into the next generations. So Moses left this incredible legacy of words, powerful words. He left words of a song that we looked at in chapter 32, carrying God's truth. He left words of blessing, chapter 33, for all the tribes of of, of Israel, individualized for each one of them. So it challenges me, and I think it challenges us to ask the question, what is the legacy of words and of blessing that we leave behind us? What is it that if we have children or grandchildren, what are the words that they would remember that will echo in their minds after we are gone? What are the words of the people around us, of the people in our workplaces, of of what they hear from us? And and what is the legacy of words that we leave for other people in all of the different places for the next generation? Second thing that Moses left as a part of his legacy that I see here is, is the legacy of other leaders. One of the legacies that we leave are leaders who follow in our wake. Just as Christ did with the apostles, just as Paul did with, with Timothy and Titus, the older generation is to equip the younger generation and to take their place. And Kevin even shared about that as he talked about in Panama with the one on young leaders now who are stepping up and leading and how the older leaders have handed off leadership there and said, you go, and now they lead and they're going in different ways. And so we see Moses doing that as well. He prepared and released Joshua to lead. They had served together long before the succession plan was in place. They had served together for years and years, walking together, eating together, talking about God together, living life together, walking in faith together. And the third and the final one that I'll have us look at today that I think was part of Moses' legacy was that he finished well. He finished so well. He finished faithful and obedient right to the very, very end. That's astounding to me. I don't know how he did not become bitter. I really don't. If you turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, Hebrews 11, we're reminded of what faith is. It's being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. And then Hebrews 11 walks through and gives all these stories and testimonies and and tells the legacy of some of these people of the faith. 
And in there, it, it reflects on Moses in chapter, or in verse 23 to 29. It talks about how by faith it was Moses' parents hid him from, for three months when he was born, and they saw that God had given them an unusual child, and they were not afraid to disobey the king's command. And on and on, it tells some of the faith story of who Moses is and the faithfulness of him and the people around him. And in all of these stories in Hebrews 11, as it talks about numerous people, I want you to look at the very end in verse 39 and 40 of that chapter, where it says, all these people earned a good reputation because of their faith, yet none of them received all that God had promised. For God had something better in mind for us so that they would not reach perfection without us. None of them. None of these people in Hebrews 11 received what God had promised in their lifetime. They all died with disappointment. They all died with longing for more. They all died with unfulfilled promises, what they had felt that was promises given by God and and a legacy that didn't feel complete to them because they hadn't accomplished all that they had hoped to accomplish or what they felt that God had given them. And yet there's this truth there. And and I find it interesting, just in the next chapter in Hebrews 12, there's that verse 15 that, that says this, look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. And I think that's part of Moses' legacy is he never let that root of bitterness rise up within him. He didn't pull a Jonah who got so bitter even when God was faithful that he became bitter and resentful. Moses didn't end that way. He ended with blessing and obedience and faithfulness even though his legacy was not at all what any of us would want to kind of grab hold of when he saw what God knew about the people of Israel and what they were going to do. I also think, though, that there was some freedom for Moses at the end. Even in these things that God told him, even in the the painful things coming forward that these people would fall away and that they would disobey and that they would walk away from God, I think that there was some freedom in that, that suddenly Moses now in his old age is realizing, I don't have to carry this anymore. They're not my people. They're God's people. God loves them more than I can love them. God is the one who called them and shaped them and formed them. I've played a role and I've been faithful to my role. My work is finished. There's freedom in that. And whether it's with our children or grandchildren or other responsibilities that we have, we have a role to play that God has given us for a season. And then there comes a time where we have to say, God, it's in your hands. I can't carry the weight of that anymore. I can't own that anymore. I can't change it anymore. I can only be faithful to what you've called me to do. And that's exactly what Moses did, is he was just faithful to what God had called him to do right to the very end. This for me is just a powerful picture of some of the legacy. And maybe it's more of the mundane legacy of Moses, not the miraculous that we see throughout the story of Exodus, but so significant. Something that I think every one of us is called to. Of What kind of legacy will we have? I want to invite the worship team up. Is it going to lead us in song and even lead us into the communion table in just a minute? But I want you to know that Similar to Moses, every one of us faces disappointments in our lives. We all do. Every one of us, I think, will probably go to our grave feeling that there are things that feel so unfulfilled. There are things that feel so not yet done. Things that feel so like unfulfilled promises that we felt that we had something promised of God to us and that didn't come to be, at least not in our lifetime. And I hope and I pray that in those moments that we don't become bitter 
But that just like Moses, that we remain faithful and we remain obedient to whatever it is that God has called us to do and how he has called us to live, that we would not let bitterness creep in, but only thanksgiving and blessing. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you call out individuals, ordinary human beings, that you give extraordinary tasks. And God, you did that for Moses as you have called him out to serve and to lead these people. And God, you also call us to serve and lead and to do things and to shepherd and disciple and to be involved in life that so often can leave us feeling empty and disappointed. And so Lord, I pray for each one here that feels that there is a a disappointment in our story. That we would, like Moses, not ever allow a bitter root to form up within us. But that we would be grateful. That we would be thankful. That we would continue to bless. That we would continue to sing songs of praise of who you are and what you have done. That we would continue to be faithful to the very, very end. Lord, would you help us to finish well? Maybe that be part of our legacy, just like it was for Moses. We pray this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen.